On today's show, we have day three of my Walt Disney World 50th anniversary trip. This is WWDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello, it's your host, Julie Elster, creator of WWDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. And I am recording live from Walt Disney World on my 50th anniversary trip. Today is day three. This is my last day in the parks. And it is a little after 8 p.m. I'm actually done for the day. I did not do a midday update today because I was just so exhausted. I had a pounding headache. I was really exhausted. Um, but I took a nap and was able to get back out. So let's kind of touch on what happened today. Um, so I woke up early to get a boarding pass for Remy, uh, the new ride. And this time I was successful. I'm happy to report. So I got up and I just went straight to Epcot. At first I was like, oh no, I'm going to go back to sleep. There's no rush. But I was like, no, no, let's go and and get that early theme park entry since I'm staying on property, can get in 30 minutes early. So I did. I got to Epcot just after 8, maybe like right around 8, just after 8. They let us in at 8.30. And I didn't realize um, as they were lining people up to get in, they were like, all right, is anybody here for Space 220? So I was like, oh, shoot, yeah, because I wasn't able to get a reservation for Space 220. Um, so I was like, yeah. So I was in line for Space 220, and I'm thinking that I'll be able to go up to the restaurant and put my name in. I was wrong. So they let us go, and the deal is you can rope drop Space 220 if you weren't able to get a dining reservation. But Space 220 doesn't open until 11.30 a.m., so I was in the park at 8.30 a.m., and there were other people there, too. Like, I I happened to be, like, the third person um, lined up for Space 220. But there were a lot of other people. So people are rope-dropping Space 220, and then you just stand outside the restaurant until it opens. And then they let you into the lounge area. So you can get in line later, um, but, you know, you may end up standing there for hours and not get a spot in the lounge. So it's just as spots open up in the lounge, they let people in. So if you're thinking of um, trying to do walk-up for Space 220, it's not pretty, but it's doable. So if you're willing to sit and wait for three hours, just get there for early park entry, um, rope drop it, and then you just kind of sit. You know, the plus is it was somewhat shaded at least. So I went over there and I talked to the people. We hung out for a little bit, but ultimately I was like, no, I'm, I'm not spending the entire morning sitting here. So I'm sorry, guys. I did not end up doing Space 220. I was not willing to sit for three hours. Plus, I had um, my boarding group for Remy. And I was an early boarding group, too. I was boarding group 24. So I decided then, so I said goodbye to my new friends who were in line for Space 220. They actually tried to talk me out of it. They were like, no, no, no. So I was like, I'll get a reservation another time. It's okay. No, no, no. Um, so I hope they all enjoyed their meal, uh, but I was not going to wait. So I made my way over to the Creation Shop, uh, which is the the new flagship store at Epcot. It's cool. It's big. I really like um, that there's just, it's huge and it's um, really spaced out and they have like mobile checkout so you don't have to stand in line because that's a huge downside to me with buying stuff at these, at the, the larger stores at Disney is the lines to check out are always just madness. So you can just scan and check out and you'll see there's like signs and stuff posted um, where you can do that and they've got bags and stuff ready for you. So that was neat. Um, and then right next door is Club Cool. And so I went over there and I tried different Coke products 
And so that's completely remodeled as well. Um, I like the way that the Creation Shop and Club Cool have been remodeled. I do. But I will say they kind of remind me of a shopping mall where like you go in and it's loud music playing and um, like the the lights that have like the colored undertone and it just it I was like I feel like I'm back at home in the mall so it kind of has that feeling but it's very clean very sleek um, they're both very spacious so uh, I sent a, a photo of Club Cool to my husband uh, you may know him as Tech Nasty and he replied that it looked like a mall kiosk but just in like a bigger space so you know take that as as you may um, but regardless of how it looks, Club Cool is still really fun. So I got to sample several different Coke products. I think my favorite is probably the Cucumber Sprite. I think that one was from Russia. I don't remember. Uh, Beverly just as gross as I recall. All right. So after I did that, um, it was time for my boarding group. I could tell, I checked on the app and it was getting close. So I started to make my way over there. And as I got into World Showcase, I was called for my boarding group. So this was around 10 a.m. I make my way over to Italy. I get right on the ride and I'm a little less than halfway through and the ride breaks down. And it doesn't like, it doesn't just break down like the lights come on almost immediately. So whatever broke, they knew immediately that this was not something that was easily fixable. So the lights came on and um, we sat there for quite a while. And then finally cast members came and got us out. And they were very strict about it because I was like, I was taking photos just as I was sitting there, like as we're just sitting around waiting. I took some photos and I was in like, um, a ref like you know, it looks like you're in a refrigerator because on the ride you're, you shrink down to the size of Remy, the rat. And so it looks, I think you're in like a refrigerator or like food storage or whatever. So there's like huge food items. So I took a couple of photos of that. But as we were getting off, somebody else was filming and the cast member was like, you have to put your cameras away, put your phones away. So they were very, very strict about not um, filming stuff. And I may or may not have left my camera recording when I walked off. I think mostly though, it just recorded like the person's behind who was in front of me. So I don't think I got anything, uh, juicy anyway, <laughs> but, um, so I had no idea they were so strict about it because there are all these videos online, um, that show like ride malfunctions and in show exits and, you know, being scored off rides. So, I thought that was interesting. It was kind of fun to see behind the scenes. I liked the ride a lot. I will say that. Um, I did eventually get to ride it. So when I was escorted off, they had cast members standing right there to give you what is now referred to as a lightning lane pass, previously a fast pass. So they scanned my magic band and they were like, as soon as the ride's back up, you could come back anytime today. So I didn't want to go too far because like one of my big goal, I was like, I got out of the space 220 line to ride Remy. So I'm not going to, I'm staying in this area. So, um, I hung out, I did a, uh, a photo pass. I got in line for a photo pass photo and it was very cute. It was a magic shot. I'm not, I typically don't care for magic shots. I think, I often think they're cheesy. They're just not my thing. Um, but it was very, very cute. It was like Remy, you have a surprised face in your arms or at like she posed everybody. She just did one shot. She wasn't doing other photos, just this one shot. Um, like surprise face, arms out. And then like in the shot they add later, Remy is, uh, it looks like popping a bottle of champagne, I believe. 
So it's very, very cute. I posted it in my Instagram if you want to take a look at it. Um, but they do that photo right in front of the ride. There's a fountain there, and that's where they do the photo. So I did that while I waited. I decided let's try out the new crepe place. Um, uh, Le Creperie. I don't know. I'm probably not saying that right. I apologize uh, if that was offensive. But uh, So I tried the, the new crepe place. Delicious. I really was not expecting much of anything. Um, but I tried, they've got sweet stuff and savory stuff because I wanted like lunch at this point. So I went with one of the savory ones. I don't know if that's even technically a crepe, but it was a ratatouille one and it had like eggplant and tomato inside of it. And it was phenomenal. Like I couldn't believe it. It was one of the ugliest looking things I've ever eaten. Um, it looked like a brown paper bag folded up and I was like, what is this? freaking delicious though. It was so good. I loved it. And then I also got the berry crepe um, for something sweet. This one was much prettier. Very, very pretty. Delicious. Um, fresh fruit inside this crepe. Very good. Um, so I would recommend that. Uh, there was quite a line for it, but you know, it's still a newer um, a newer place to grab food. So I, I oh, then the, the ride opened up and I got to ride it. I liked it a lot. I will say very, very cute. Very cute. Um, I love whenever new family rides are introduced because I feel like a lot of the newer rides have been adult rides. Um, so something that's fun for everybody, I'm always a big fan of, and especially somebody who has kids. So this is a great one for families. I thought it fit in perfectly to Epcot. Just the whole thing was beautiful. Um, the They speak in English and in French in there. And uh, yeah, so it's just, I, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um the only downside is it made me really dizzy. It's very, very screen heavy. So if uh, motion sickness is something you deal with, I, I would just keep that in mind. It is 3D glasses, a lot of screen. So there, there are definitely props, but it's the majority of the action is screens. So keep that in mind. Um, but overall, I really, really love the addition to the Italy Pavilion in Epcot and World Showcase. I, I loved the whole thing. So a very positive experience. Um, I, I was glad because I ended up getting out of line for Space Tutor. You know, I had to make a call and I was really, I was hemming and hawing about it. And I was actually texting Kurt and he could, like, he couldn't get over it. Finally, I was like, you have to drop it. Like, I'm out of the line. You have to drop it. But he couldn't get over it. He's like, you got out of line for Space 220. I can't believe you got out of line for Space 220. And so we kind of had a debate about, you know, what was the right call. And I was like, you know, there's so many other things I can see and do and look at and, you know, share with everybody Space 220, I can't get out of the line. And he was like, you know, when I left the line, he's like, you should go back, see if they'll let you, like those people, you you know, you talk to them, they were friendly. I was like, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to leave the line for 45 minutes and then go back. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I made the right call. I got to do Remy one and a half times, ultimately. Um, I got an in-show exit on that ride, which is very cool. I've never had that happen. I've had rides break down, but... You, you know, you're sitting there for a while, but uh, they've always ended up starting up again. So this is the first time I've been escorted off a ride. So that was kind of fun. I tried the great new crepe place. It was very good. Now, at this point, I was not feeling what well. I just had like a pounding headache. And I'm not sure it's still kind of with me a little bit. Um, but so on my way out, I was like, I'm going to ride Spaceship Earth because I always have to ride Spaceship Earth. Um, so I did that on my way out. And, you know, I mean, that is uh, unchanged. Um, but I will say I got the best photo from that 
uh, so you know when you're on that ride, they take a photo of you, and then there's a screen on your ride car and your ride vehicle, and it's like, you know, let's see the future and your perfect future, and they ask you a bunch of questions, and then your face pops up on this little um, animated person, and then you get to walk through your future, and for whatever reason, the eyes were cut out on my head. It's the most bizarre thing ever. Um, so if you go back into my story, I'll save my stories in like a highlight. If you go back into my stories in the highlight and look at this, I look demonic. It's the craziest thing. I don't know why my eyeballs were cut out, but they were. So <laughs> an interesting way to end the afternoon. So it was probably about 1 p.m. then. I made my way back to the resort. My head was pounding. Um, and that's why I didn't end up recording this earlier in the day. I just lied down and went to sleep for several hours. Um, so I don't know if it was a migraine or what. It's still with me a little bit. It's a little bit better, but um, it felt good. I just needed some rest. Uh, so when I did get up, I was like, all right, I'm going to make my way over to Animal Kingdom because I really want to see the beacon of light at Animal Kingdom. I've seen all the other parks. Uh, the one at Magic Kingdom is very cool. I mean, it's nothing compared to like the evening show they do there, but still like it, the castle looks beautiful. Uh, Hollywood Studios is really fun. The Hollywood Tower Hotel just looks really, just really neat and really fun with it. Epcot is just out of this world, The what they have done with their Beacon of Light. Like that, I think, is the star of the show as far as like these 50th editions. Um, so the Tree of Life, though, not quite as much. Um, so that it's it lights up at 7:45 p.m. and so I went out there. I you know I went out in front of the tree maybe like 7:30 7:35, and there were already a bunch of people there. And so I'm standing next to just kind of chatting with some people. And then it happens, and they you know an announcer comes on and they give a little spiel, and then it lights up, and that was it. And it's just silent. Like people expected more to. Ha- I actually felt really bad. I was like, oh no. Like people are like clearly waiting for more to happen and nothing more is happening. The lights weren't as impressive on this one. Um, so it just like I knew it wasn't going to be a quote unquote show, but the lights just were not as impressive. So if you're like making a special trip for this, I, I probably wouldn't, you know, if you're there at night, obviously check it out. It's cool. But, um, I wouldn't like go running over to hear the spiel. It really wasn't. I couldn't, I don't even remember what they said. It just wasn't that big of a deal. Um, but I, so, that was kind of a letdown. What was really fun was Kite Tales, which is another show they're doing for the 50th. And so this is out over the water at Animal Kingdom. And there are two sets of bleachers. So one is over in, uh, is it Asia? I think it's in Asia. I think is where the entrance is. And the other one is in Dino Land, I believe, or where the entrances are to the bleachers. And so if you... If you go and sit down during, they do these shows every couple of hours in the afternoon. Um, you go and sit down in the bleachers and they have these huge kites and balloons, like bo- like balloon kites. I don't know. Does that make sense? Balloon kites. Um, it, and again, if you look at my Instagram, I've got photos of it. But it's really fun. It's a simple show. There's music. Um, they're on jet skis. So they're pulling these kites through the, like over the water on jet skis and they're huge. And so it's just really sweet and fun, and it's not a long show or anything, but I love just the simplicity of it, and not everything has to be a screen and a big, like, technical marvel. So um, I thought this one was really great, uh, just like a fun, 
a fun little extra, you know, if you happen to be there while they're doing it. Um, they do have people with more traditional kites uh, out on, like on the bleachers, but that's only on the Dinoland USA side. So if you're, if you want like a closer view of those kites, make sure you sit on the Dinoland USA um, side, like where those bleachers are. Otherwise, I sat on the other side it was totally fine. I just didn't have the the more traditional kites like right in front of me. So that's the the only real difference. Um, but it was really really cute. I loved it. And then so after the kites, um, I guess I kind of got ahead of myself with the beacon of light. That was at the very end of the night. But after the kites, I, wait times are just nothing. It's truly crazy right now. I just walked over to Pandora. And went on both Flight of Passage and Navi River Journey. Um, Navi River Journey was a walk-on. Flight of Passage was maybe a 15-minute wait. Like, really, I think the pre-show and the ride were longer than what I waited in line. I have never, ever just casually gone on Flight of Passage. So that was new and different, to say the least. So um, crowds are still really weird and really crazy. Uh, oh, I went on Cali River Rapids after that. I, was, I had a boat all to myself. I was the only person on the boat. Truly a unique experience. So this has been uh, something else. So after that's when I went and saw the Beacons of Light. Uh, and that was the end of my night. So it has been a long trip, a really fun trip. Um, this has been quite the experience being here for the 50th. Not at all what I expected. It really, really wasn't. And I mean that in a good way. Like it just, it was fun and unexpected. And I'm so glad that I was able to be here and share it with you guys. And um, I just, I also want to just thank you guys because sometimes I am like, this is just unreal that this is what I do. And I greatly appreciate you guys and all of your support and um, just making this possible. And so I'm thrilled to share everything with you. And um Thank you for letting me into your earbuds and making me a part of your day. So thank you. Thank you. On that note, I am going to go to bed. It is about 830, but I have to be up at like 2 a.m. for my flight. Flight is super early tomorrow morning. So I'm going to upload this bad boy and I'm going to go to bed and uh, hopefully I'll see you guys soon in the parks.